Thank you for tuning in to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowman. We're so grateful for our returning listeners. Thank you each and every week for uh, just listening and taking your time out of the day for us. And if you are a new listener, this is your first time listening, welcome. We're so glad to have you on board. We always just ask, hey, give us a follow so this way you don't miss out on the newest episodes. And go check out our Facebook page. Give that a like so this way you can get some inspirational quotes and information throughout the week. That is facebook.com backslash imperfectly inspirational. Also, we are a listener-supported podcast. If you feel you got value out of this and you would like to give to help us continue, we do have a link in our Spotify bio, but we don't have any expectations out of that. All we do is just, we're just glad to be speaking the Word of God to people and sharing, but we have that option there for those of you who feel like they want to give. But anyways, let's dive on in. Let's see what we can talk about today. So I want to ask this question. Do you like candy? Well, I like candy, and I like candy probably a little more than I should. And I've been a little trusting of candy more than I should be over the years until just a few years ago. See, I was in the misfortunate event of being pranked. Uh, I did not know this existed because I was so trusting and I've never ran into anybody who wanted to prank me. But I was offered very nicely by a friend of mine some jelly beans. And I took this little handful of jelly beans and I ate them and it was the worst experience in my life. And I don't know if you have ever had prank jelly beans, but I got the vomit flavored ones and it almost made me do just that. I'm sure if you have prank friends or prank kids, you probably do not trust candy, especially with the uh, prank jelly beans out there. You don't probably don't trust candy as much as you used to. You know, the thing is, had I taken the time to actually look at it or ask questions, I would have seen that there was a difference. It wasn't exactly the look or smell of a jelly bean, but being trustworthy and not paying attention, I just took it. And I, I realized that was not a good decision. And, you know, that guides into what we're going to talk about today is what choices are we going to make? Are we going to make the right choices that are guide us in life? Or are we going to be fooled by something that Seems like it could be the right choice, but really is something that's going to leave that nasty taste in our mouth at the end of the day. So we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 9. I'm going to go a little bit differently than I normally do, but it's not going to be too much longer or, or too much off the track for how we normally do it. But let's get into Proverbs chapter 9. I'm going to start reading here about the way of wisdom. It says, Wisdom has built her house. She has honed her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beast. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. So we see here that Wisdom has a nice house. She's taking care of the food. She's getting her drinks ready, and she's setting this table. She's organized, and she is preparing a feast. She's got everything ready, everything set out. So now she's sending out her young women to call from the highest places in town. Now we know that if you're calling from a high place, you're going to be able to reach a large audience. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're going to be able to reach a large audience and, and be louder from calling up on a mountain. Those people in the valley would be able to hear you. And they're saying, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways 
and live and walk in the way of insight. So she's inviting people in to eat of this feast that she's prepared, but she's telling them that, hey, if you want to come in, if you want to experience this feast, this wonderful thing that I have set up, you have to change your ways. You have to leave what you're doing to come in here and enjoy. And then we see kind of some things about some examples of a wise person coming up here in verse 7. It says, Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. So, I don't know about you, but I can tell you I know a few people, and I was one of them several years ago, that you try to tell them that they're wrong or try to give them any insight on anything, and there was anger. There was no, I am right, I am uh, I know what I'm doing, you don't know what you're doing, you don't have a right to tell me this. Or some people, in some cases, get angry and violent in those situations. And I know many people have experienced that. Those people, you might as well not even bother with them. You might as well not, because they're never going to learn. They're never going to listen. They don't want anybody to tell them what to do. But the wise man is opposite. The wise man grows. The wise man will always learn. He receives that instruction. He receives that uh, reprove. He understands. And this is why he understands. As we get into the next verse, verse 10 here, it says, Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. For by me your days will be multiplied by wisdom, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. Listen, righteousness is right there with godliness. God is righteousness. So if you are wise, you're going to be walking in the way of God. You're going to be doing the things that God wants to do. Righteousness will never lead you wrong. God will never lead you wrong. Righteousness will never leave, lead you wrong. So understand that if you're walking in the way of wisdom, you're walking in the way of godliness. You're walking in a way of what God wants you to be. You're walking closer to him. But it says if you're wise, you're wise for yourself. You cannot be wise for anybody else. Now, your your wisdom may help other people. Your wisdom, your wise decisions may benefit your children down the road, but your wisdom is not for them. It is for you. Same way as if you're miserable, if you're a scoffer and you just hate life, you may make some other people miserable around you, but that only is alone for you. You can't make somebody else wise or not. That is for them to learn or or kind of turn off themselves. So let's learn what Lady Folly is like. The woman Folly is loud. She is, I love that part. She is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house and she takes a seat on the highest places of the town, calling to those who pass by who are going straight on their way. Listen to this, verse 16. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says, so that is the same message, the same message that wisdom was giving out, okay? 
She says stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. So listen, we have the same message. What did I say about wisdom? What does she have? She has these women out calling out this message for those to come in, right? Those who lack sense, come on in, right? So imagine you're standing there, you're hearing a message being broadcast out. Well, instead of going out on the mountains, this woman is sitting in a seat. I imagine this woman dressed provocatively, just sitting in front of a house on a chair, just yelling out this and copying the same message that wisdom is. Now, I gave the example of the jelly beans at the beginning because if with wisdom, if you're not paying attention, it can sound the same, right? Wisdom and folly can sound the same, just like those jelly beans. I didn't pay attention. And unless I really looked at it, I wouldn't have realized that there was a difference. And had I paid more attention, I could have saved myself the, the pain of dealing with that nasty flavor. But when you're listening and you're hearing, so I imagine this woman is sitting there just calling out. She's blending in probably with all the other women. So people are coming by thinking that she is part of that call. But in reality, it's deception. Because at the end, instead of saying, come and eat in my feast, come get my bread and my wine. And, you know, we, we know wisdom has a feast prepared. What does this woman have prepared? Just water and bread. That's nothing. Well, but if you're looking for something, you're seeing that there's something offered, right? If you're looking for something, well, there's something offered. She says, stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant, right? See, Sin wants to tell you, hey, I got something for you, and it's amazing. It's amazing. You won't believe it. And it has the same call as wisdom. And it says, hey, just come on this way. Come on in. I got something for you. But little do you realize that when you take that path and you don't pay attention, once you get inside, you're dead. Once you get inside, that's it. Going inside and not really paying attention to what is happening and paying attention to that call and realizing that you're going in the wrong direction, it is going to lead you to that addiction. It is going to lead you to that falling apart of your family. It is going to lead you to that life that you are going to have trouble getting out of. But if you take a moment to look and pay attention and pray and go to God, you are going to find that path of wisdom. You're going to realize that all it is is just some lady sitting out her door yelling at you. And what is that worth going into? You want somebody who's worked all day, prepared a beautiful feast, has a beautiful house that is more welcoming and has this wonderful life ahead, right? That's what wisdom promises you. Now, does wisdom promise you a million dollars in your bank account? No, it doesn't. Does wisdom promise that you're never going to go through any trials or tribulations in your life? No, it doesn't. But what wisdom does is it says your life is going to be prolonged. What it does is it says you're going to have a better life outside of the folly. See, when you go inside that sin, when you go inside those bad choices, when you continue down that path, you're just going to lead to instant death. There's no way out. There's nothing to save you. But if you choose righteousness, 
you're going to have God. When you're going through the storm in your life, you're going to have God with you. I don't know about you, but I'd rather go through a storm with a solid boat and a rain jacket than I would to be going through a storm sitting outside naked on the street. That's the difference in wisdom and folly. You're protected with God. God's got you. He's going to get you to the other side. Folly's going to leave you alone and abandoned and have nothing. It is about the decisions that you make. And the closer that you can get to God, the more that you can get into God's word, the more that you can realize God is all-powerful and he is the one that is responsible for everything in this world. He's the creator. He is the, he's the creator of you. You are his, right? Once you come to that realization and that you need to get to know him, you're going to start to become wiser and your life is going to get better. I'm all about helping people create a better life. And all too often, people want to turn away from God and then they blame God for the problems in their life because they went to go the way of folly. We see here it is plainly written. It tells us it's going to lead you to death. I don't want that for you today, my friends. And if you're still alive and breathing today, it is not too late to turn to Jesus. It is not too late to make that change in your life to become slowly righteous. Follow the path of God. Go get that feast. Go get that bounty. Go get your family back. Go get your life back. It's all about making those choices. I don't want to see anybody in a bad position. I don't want to. I've seen it enough every day, and that's why I made this podcast, is to be able to spread the Word of God in a practical way, to let you know that there is more to life than what the world is saying. We make it too complicated. God has simplified it, and if you can follow Him and follow the rules that He has written down, your life will be simpler. Doesn't mean it's going to be easier. Doesn't mean that you're never going to face any issues, but it means you have somebody with you. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be alone when I'm going through something. I can make it through it when I got someone with me. And that is Jesus. And he has proven that to me. And through him, through his grace, through his guidance, I have learned to become wiser, have done the stuff that I'm telling you to do today. I have went through those things and I have done that. And I could tell you, that depend on Jesus, get closer to him, read your Bible, understand his ways so you can become wiser and make those decisions and you will see the, the flowers blooming again in your life. You will feel that presence. You will feel that excitement and you will know that you're not alone. You will know that you can handle it and you'll see the benefits of wisdom and that everything else was a lie. What they told you was a lie. My friends, there's a choice that you can make today. There is. You could choose the way of wisdom, or you could choose the way of folly. I encourage you to choose the way of wisdom. And I, I do it because I've been there personally. And I do it out of a love for each and every one of you. And with that, that's all I got today. If you need anything, reach out to us. Imperfectlyinspirational at gmail.com. Send us a message if you want. Or... Right down in the bottom of our uh, on Spotify, what do you think about this episode? Let us know if you have something you want us to pray about. I'd love to pray for you. But that is all I got. I want to leave you with this note. You got this. You can do it. Get out there. Love the world. Make those right choices. And you know what? 
I love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of the week.